Guys and girls, we missed you. We did miss you guys. So, all right. Well, here Ooh. we are. Um, week eight. Week eight, November first. November first. Halfway through the season. Just finished Halloween. Uh, let's talk about Halloween real quick, <laughs> and then we'll hop into some fantasy talk. So, Lizzie, you want to start us off with how your Halloween went? I had a great Halloween. We went to do this. Um, Really fun vampire party, and then we went and saw. It was fantastic. Cool, there's been a lot of cool shows lately with Halloween spirit, but um, we saw the magician on Wednesday. Yeah, Saturday. Uh, oh yeah, on Saturday. I don't even know what day it is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. But we went to this party, and their decorations. This house was out of control. Their decorations were top notch. Like they had this whole long hallway right when you walk in. It was all cobwebbed and red light and creepy. It was. It was fun. It was a really, really good time. Yeah. It was, you know, the people that have been going to Burning Man for 10 years. So they really know how to throw it, throw a party. Thanks, Megan. There was a psychic. Yeah. They, yeah. They had a psychic there. It was pretty amazing. So um, we'll definitely be there for the next annual. Um, loved it. Um, so I wigged out and I, <laughs> <laughs> I went from long blonde hair to Cleopatra coming at you is what it turned into. Short black um, bob wig with a little snake. Because you were um, an Egyptian. Yeah, Cleopatra. Yeah, yeah Cleopatra yeah. Egyptian. And I could not take the wig off. I literally wore that wig the second I got it in the mail on Thursday <laughs> till Sunday morning, afternoon, actually early evening. Yeah. And, and then again last night. And then again last night for actual Halloween. Yeah. So I've got to retire the wig, unfortunately, until, I don't know, maybe I'm feeling a bad hair day or something. I went as a betta fish. Yeah. The sluttiest betta fish I've ever been. It was It hot. was the smallest costume I've ever worn in my life. But cheeks out. I, yeah, definitely cheeks out. It felt like a little, it felt like um like a bunny, like the Playboy bunny um, body. Uh-huh. Um, but then it had like these little wings or whatever thing. Dude, but she it was custom the most, made them. But uh, I got a lot of attention. It felt good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that ponytail. <clears throat> oh my God, I'm sorry, wearing extensions. I got these extensions and they are like Ariana Grande like ponytail where you like just clip them in at the back and I like layer them up. So I've got this huge like wild ponytail, this volume. I'm going to wear it again tonight. I highly recommend it. It looks (laughs) hot. So um, don't worry. We'll be posting some pictures. You can check us out on there. So don't you worry. But (laughs) in other news, maybe time to actually get back to the basics. How are you feeling about that? Well, we've been doing since the season started, we've pretty much just been like podcasting from Nolita, which has been really awesome. really fun awesome and Love we've gotten it. a lot of really great tips from yep. a lot of cool people that have different degrees of like experience and fantasy yep but we needed to get back to some of the educational stuff for the rookies. For and you guys. Stay back to it. Yeah, we love <laughs> you guys. And so we're here. You know, it's week eight, halfway through the season. Um, you know, and yeah. so we're here to kind of, we're going to today, what we're going to do for you guys is do what we wish we would have known a long time ago and when we first started was how to actually read the app. Totally. Yeah. And like what the terminology is. Like it's taken me years to really understand what the summaries are saying about the players. Totally. Like what um, – like I watch football and I'm like I can cheer when I understand they're going to this end zone and I understand what's happening. But when I listen to what what is being said and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, like when you're looking at your players and you click on their little bio and then it has news underneath of it. That's what we're going to help you guys decipher because, you know, as you guys have seen, there's like so many statistics on there. So we're going to point out the main ones that you should be really focusing on that are going to make you um, become a little bit more sophisticated in the world of fantasy. Um, And also, too, help you understand like what are these commentators saying so that if you don't have the time to read the stats then you, you can just or if you don't have the time to research you can just read the stat yeah and understand what's happening exactly yeah so we're gonna make it as simple as possible I don't have time to read like four you. articles to decipher what is happening in fantasy world but no and I'm not even a reader so thank you satellite <laughs> radio fantasy talk radio Brita, three points Ferguson yeah exactly <laughs> give it to me in three bullet points otherwise I'm probably not gonna read it if you send me a paragraph text just no it's not gonna be read so, <laughs> so I would love to videotape your your um, expression when like an email comes through that's like all paragraphed out. oh god i have to like print it out and I highlight see, it i just pic- i picture you like like i picture you opening it Ugh. wide-eyed and then straight delete i just like i'm like okay i just gotta like highlight like what's what are these people <laughs> wanting like what is it let's get down to business no fluff so <laughs> you know and then i try and keep mine short and concise too so you know it's good what goes around comes around so. <laughs> So, well, okay, well, let's kind of get started. Um, All right, so guys, you know, something you might want to do too is if you're sitting there, um, open up your app and then we can kind of walk you through it step by step. Yeah. I would say that's a pretty easy way um, to handle this episode. So we'll give you a quick second, um, pull up your app, and then, you know, the, the first thing, when you're really looking at, you know, the main thing is, okay. Look at your matchup that week and what are each of you projected? Right. Like what is each player projected against your opponent's projections as well? Yeah. So you're looking at the total bench. So um, and you want to see if anyone has a bye week, which now you guys have been experiencing. So, you know, curious to see how that's been um, going for you. And so we hope to interview some rookies to get a little bit more of their feedback on all of that. Um, also too, as you guys have probably been getting, cause you turned on your notifications cause you listened to previous episodes. If you get a Q for questionable or O for out. Um, and then also too, really paying attention to what day and what time those players are playing. Um, I have a little funny story. I love funny stories. Okay. So, um, I was on a conference call with a client the other day and my Yahoo app went off and it has a special tone for when there's like a notification for a player's status and yeah, it's yeah. like dun dun dun, <laughs> dun 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 and it went off during this conference call and the person on the other end this guy on the other end was like did you have a player change no <laughs> I was like yup <laughs> I can't figure Nailed it out it. yeah <laughs> it was really funny <laughs> He knew. He oh knew my right God. away. Ask him if he wants to be a guest. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true player from there. Okay, so we are looking at the players, and from there we want to look at the player details. Uh, usually there will be like some form of like a colored box next to their name. It'll be like yellow or red. Red mm-hmm. is usually like injury or out, or there's some sort of news that's not just a recap. It's not favorable. Um, and that's where you'll like find the recap of the previous game, like that, that current weekend that you just kind of came off of. And it usually also has a performance prediction for the upcoming game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which is so helpful, you know. Yeah. And, you know, just take it for what it is. And if you're confused by things, ask people. Say, hey, what does this mean? Or, 
Um, you know, maybe read a couple more articles. But as the t- as the season continues, you'll you'll start to really pick it up. So um, also next to each player is a star matchup rating. So I think to me, this is a very, very important stat outside of just looking at what you're projected and what your opponent's projected. Um, So when you're looking at, for instance, you have your wide receiver and then you see that it's a positive green and it says fourth. What that says is that that um, that wide receiver or the wide receivers do very well against that defense. So when you're thinking, who do I want to put in? Do I want to pick the wide receiver that has the, you know, the 29th and it's red? That means that your wide receiver or that defense tends to stop wide receivers. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so that's a really easy way to just do a quick glance and you can just look at the colors and get an idea of, oh, this person has a better probability of doing well against that defense. Yeah, so basically you want to play anybody playing Miami. Yeah, or the Bengals. <laughs> oh, freaking Bengals, man. Hurt my heart. Whatever, we'll win one game at some point. Right? <laughs> Actually, I was just reading an article that was saying to start picking up Bengals players because they're getting into a different – like now we're in later in the season and like – it was just, it was a weird article and it was like I would start picking up Bengals players and I was I opened it because that was their headline high headline and I, I like I it. I wonder it. if a Cincinnati person. <laughs> yeah, who <laughs> was the author? Oh yeah, that's one thing. A little fact. Always go back to who's writing the article. Okay, <laughs> that's like a huge one. So if it's like you know a Saints a holic and they're talking all about the Saints, you gotta like understand you know where your news is coming from. So oh, yeah. Because on our Instagram, we follow, like, all these bangles. We follow a yeah. lot of bangle and saint sites on, yeah, our, on our Instagram. And I'll be looking, and I'll be like, oh, bangles, bangles. Ooh, cool. And I'm like, uh-huh. wait a minute. Yeah, what? know your source, okay? <laughs> Don't let them fool you, even though I want to think the bangles are the best. But, so. <laughs> okay, so basically the stars are referring to how well the op- opposing defense is going to do against your position. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, and the defense – sucks at stopping the run so yeah if they suck then that's exactly the player that you want to play is if they are not good then absolutely give them a higher um priority over maybe somebody that has the red next to them yeah so um and then so this is an interesting one that i hadn't really paid that close of attention to except for when i saw the little rain cloud um so you'll see that there will be like a little weather symbol if it's going to be rainy or it looks like a little carnival dome, you know. If it's indoor. If it's indoor. Yeah. And think about it. If it's like in the middle of winter in Minnesota or something like that and, you know, and then they get to be indoors. Is that? I think it's indoors. It has to be indoors. There's no way great, like Lambeau Field is not indoors. Which was that one stadium that collapsed, remember? Because of too much snow. Was that Indy? Jesus, I don't even know. I think it was Indy. So as a Breeze girl, I learned a few <laughs> years ago that you have to learn how to play that. I, I remember it was like drafting, getting ready for the draft, and I was reading about Breeze, and somebody was like, check Breeze's schedule, and you want to see how many games he has that are um, in domed, uh, like in domes. Mm-hmm. Because he plays better at home, duh, but also in dome um, fields. Mm-hmm. So that was when I learned it, and I and he, it was right. Every time he was on the road in an open field or open air one, it was he sucked. He would get like seven points. Mm. Um, but 
that's when I learned like about that little symbol, mm. that little indoor outdoor. Yeah. So it's pretty important. Yeah. Um, and then let's see here. So another one that's really good is when you're looking at your wide receivers and your running backs compared to your opponent, they should all have a similar projected point amount. So if you have a wide receiver or running back that's like a lot lower than everyone else, hopefully it's only because <laughs> you have a bye week and there's just nobody else available or whatever, but you might want to really kind of reconsider what's going on if there. If you're looking at your opponent and they all of their players are like 14, 15, 12, mm-hmm. whatever, and yours are like five and seven or eight or you nine. need to do I mean if you have any players that are in five and you're starting them you need to be like yeah. looking around and you know so remember guys as you know I'm sure you guys have been doing this because you're all very intelligent um <laughs> you know doing what's the handcuffing move so if mm-hmm. your main player gets injured then you pick up their backup well then you got to be mindful of when your player is no longer injured that the person that you had picked up to handcuff isn't relevant yeah yep and so that's a good way kind of what Liz is saying is if now all of a sudden that player that was really good is showing you know we'll call it five or seven points then you want to reevaluate make sure that you put the healthy player back in yep so yeah pretty straightforward on that one handcuffs is a tricky one because you don't really have space to put like two people from one team like parked on your bench like just in case a lot of people like like I've heard some people that draft for handcuffs and I feel like that's just such a risk for it but it makes sense you kind of just want to know who the backups are like you yeah. want to know who the third and fourth people are yeah. so that you can like kind of be ready for it and like handcuffing not to go too far off but handcuffing can be just maybe a wide receiver and then the wide receivers backup or you'll hear other people say you're handcuffing the quarterback with the wide receiver mm-hmm. or the quarterback with a running back so that one is a personal opinion um I have definitely done that and I have a little bit of that going on right now with my team um, but on the flip side, if the team's underperforming or they all of a sudden they're both going to have a bye week, then what do you do? Mm-hmm. So you have to be prepared if you're going to take that approach. But that's going to be – we can go more into handcuffing. Maybe not on this one. <laughs> we'll get Craig on that one. Yeah, Craig. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> um, all right. So let's see here. Um – now the you cut list right yeah yeah because we're coming up list. also on like the can't drop it time yeah we're yeah only a few weeks away from like you can't trade or can't yeah do it. and the reason why is because of this little thing called collusion <laughs> so it's for all the people that are not doing as well as they should be myself included um <clears throat> so painful not me this year i know finally jesus we had a little role reversals unfortunate i think but. yff brought me luck this year because i've been so busy with yff i haven't been over to been available to overanalyze my team to the point of non-working ability yeah i just that that talk radio is getting in my head <laughs> <laughs> but keep listening to us that's different we're different <laughs> we're different um but yeah so You'll have players that on the can't cut list, and when you look at their little bio, it says can't cut. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you're thinking of trading them, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Usually but. it's like a small percentage of like the tier one players. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the tops. It's the, Top, usually top. your wide receiver ones and then the top quarterbacks. And it's just strictly so that at the end of the season, you can't be like, whatever, I'm at the end. 
Um, I'm going to trade so this person can win and then maybe, you know, cut me a few bucks. So, but I don't know. Is um, collusion really that bad of a thing? Okay, over here. Don't listen to Liz. <laughs> no collusion. That's why they have the can't cut list for people like Liz over here trying to collude. So, but if you guys want to see some funny stuff, watch the league. It is hilarious. And then you can really appreciate collusion. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So, um, you know what I would say, though, that I really, really like and has really helped me out is um, the percentage owned. So if you guys are looking at your app, it will say, um, at least for the Yahoo, and when you're looking at the player bio, it will say percentage owned. And what that means is out of all the people, I assume, using the Yahoo app or just in general, how many of those people are holding that player? Doesn't necessarily mean how many of them are playing that player. It just means how many of them are owning the player. Yeah. And you'll see, like, they'll be – sometimes the app has, like, an arrow down or it'll just say, like, a decrease or it'll just warn you and be like, uh, 30% of people on Yahoo Fantasy have dropped this player this week. Yeah, and it'll be, like, a big number. It's pretty interesting. So it's really cool because then you can be like, oh, wait, okay, so this is helpful when you're – let's say maybe somebody gets injured – um, and then you're trying to figure out who their handcuff is. So then you can look and be like, oh, you know, 50% of the Yahoo population picked up this XYZ player. Mm-hmm. So I like, I like it, it more for like the drop part because I have a hard time paying attention like when people are back from injuries. You're like, you're like mm. are they back? Is it questionable? I didn't play Breeze last week because it was like still questionable. And yeah. when it's like everybody's dropping Teddy – or Teddy. whatever they're dropping their low quarterback they're low quarterbacks <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're like okay here we go this makes more sense yeah so well I, I highly recommend it those are some really good pointers um and what else would you say Liz when it comes to you know looking at that um I mean ultimately it comes down to if your player is meeting his projected points uh we kind of talked about that with like the Nolita stuff that you have to if somebody's not performing week over week you have to like really really like evaluate that and you know there's going to be players like mike evans <laughs> that you know are going to struggle and then they're going to get back into their groove so or um it's like i mean because we're only week eight like it's still pretty early in the season just halfway mm-hmm. so you might have heard like a lot of hype about somebody who is going to do so fantastic this year julio jones and you dude mm-hmm. dd westbrook mm-hmm. and you're like here like waiting for them to develop waiting for it to develop mm-hmm. and it just never happens it's week eight now like now if they're like they're not doing anything it's time to drop them yeah it's time to or at least on. give it a strong consideration yeah. um but also too what i have noticed is so, you know, you have your main people. So you have like the Julio Joneses. When, I don't want to say AJ Green. Do you have the DeAndre Hopkins out there? So these are like the top performers of the team. Well, being the top performer comes, they're probably going to be he- more heavily covered by the defense. So usually double coverage or whatever because they're kind of the mains. So yes, it's obviously their projected higher points, but – Knowing when it, you have to really look at what is the, you know, what is the color next to them for each week. So if you see DeAndre Hopkins and you have red next to him, he might not perform as well just because there's going to be a, a heavily covered. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and a stronger defense. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it doesn't mean that the players suck. It's just, you know, it's a balance between offense and defense. But so. Yeah. 
Uh, so I've been wanting to kind of get into like football glossary for the rookies. Um, this is something that's really like helped me get better at fantasy and it's like understanding how to read the summaries and how to understand like the recap of like what's happening with the players. Totally. Um, so I pulled a couple of terms. Yeah, she did. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. Britta's going to help us out with them. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Uh, because you'll be like. I get so confused when I, like you're saying that you with the emails you like highlight through when yep. I read these recaps and I'm like okay this person had 17 out of 29 touches but only did 47 yards and no touchdown and you're like wait what is, well I mean obviously that was a bad example because he had like really like 50% of his touches yeah or but let's say he had seven out of nine ta- seven of nine targets but yeah. he didn't score a touchdown and he had low yardage and yeah. it's like he might have been targeted a lot but he's not scoring yeah he's not converting it's them like into yeah points. it's like you have mm-hmm. to learn how to understand what's happening yeah okay so first one this is a big one that I have had to wrap my head around because when you're drafting you're looking at tier one tier two tier three like mm-hmm. players and you get into the season and then it's all rb1 rb2 wide receiver one wide receiver two and you're like and it's fluctuating so yep. like so okay one. just to make it pretty straightforward so wide receiver one wide receiver two think about it just like uh, somebody on the football team so kind of like i was mentioning before your wide receiver one they're gonna be like the main person that the that's going to be your go-to person for the quarterback. And then your wide receiver two is going to be your second best option. And so when you're seeing, when it's talking about, you know, and the same goes with RB1, RB2. So just know that even though I'm referring a lot to the wide receiver, the, this is still applicable to the running backs in the same yeah. like level. But, what? Um, and so it's really nice because when you're reading it, the um, – whoever wrote the article is going to talk about like, oh yeah, they're a strong, you know, wide receiver one, or maybe they're underperforming for the season. And then they're going to be like, yeah, now they're kind of looking at a wide receiver two or a three. And so that's a really quick, easy way to figure out. All right. If I have other players that are looked at more of the, the one and the two, you should really consider them first. So the heart, the thing I had to wrap my head around is that it fluctuates throughout the season. Like oh, in yeah. my head, I was like, I draft Gurley, right? Who is a top tier player, mm-hmm. but he's now been like kind of downgraded to a four. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I drafted a top player and I, I yeah. had to wrap my head around the fact that the RB1, RB2, the, that part of ranking is really week to week, matchup to matchup, yeah. fluctuates with the season and like injuries and everything. That's a really good point. Yes. It's not static. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really sad about reading about Gurley today. <laughs> they were like, why even bother? He's not coming back. You know, what's very interesting is this little side note. Um, so I was listening to this – I forget exactly who it was, but he was like a top running back, you know, previously in the NFL. And he played almost – I think there's like 16 games of the season, you know, played every single game and was just a beast, you know, full beast mode. And he said that the very next year – his performance just sucked. Like his, he kept getting injured, and yeah. he just couldn't hang. And they were saying, Todd Gurley, that this is exactly what's going to happen to him. So last year he was a stud, rock star. He played like all the games, and then this year, boom. it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. So like maybe like next year, Galladay is probably not going to be the one to pick up. Yeah. 
So he's being spent. Yeah, it's like Who when else? I had Jamal Charles, which Jamal talking about was going to be my team name one year. <laughs> James White last year. Oh, uh, yeah. It was great. This year, I don't know how he's yeah. doing. But... Well, he's not great because he's on my team. Actually, it's not <laughs> bad. <laughs> but, yeah, I got to go. You know, <laughs> okay. So. Um, let's move on to Snaps. Yeah. So Snaps, is it's just straightforward. It's the This is the very first part of the play. It's when the guy in the middle just literally hikes the ball to the quarterback. Just play ro- Snaps. Yeah. Yep. Snaps. 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 <laughs> okay, um, downs. Okay, so this one is important more so if you're watching the game of football. Um, and then uh, this too can tell you a little bit more about who's like the better team. So the more downs a team typically has means usually that they have more playing time on the field, mm-hmm. which means your player is has a higher probability of getting more points. So... To break it down into simple terms, you have four downs. And what that means is you have four tries to get the ball 10 yards. Once you move the ball 10 yards, then you the downs reset. So, um, you know, now if you can go past 10 yards and then totally. whatever the ending point is, then that's when the new downs start. But usually, depending on where they are in the field, you'll have – Three downs for the most part is kind of what most what the what the teams look at. So if let's say they're at the opposite end of the field from their end zone, then they have and they they're on their third down and they don't make it, then they're gonna punt the ball mm-hmm. because they because now it's going to the receiving team. Um if they are on their third down and they don't get it and they're really close to the end zone, but, you know, still, you know, not quite ready to just go for it, then they're going to do a field goal attempt. And so that's when your and that's kicker like, gets in. Like put it into like yardage, right? So that would probably be like when you're in like between 30 and like 45, 30 and yeah. 40. Yeah. And then depending on how the game is, I'll go up to 50. But yeah. yeah. Not many kickers can make. No, uh, it's not 50. common. I would say, yeah, probably like 45 is like the furthest back that yeah. they're traditionally going to go. Now, let's say the game is close and a field goal is not going to win the game for them and they just really need the points, then they're going to go for it on the fourth down. And so when you're here in the game, you'll hear going for it on the fourth down. But that's Okay, wait, it. we were just talking about something really funny and it was what stadiums do – on the third down in different stadiums. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> when you're watching it and you you get to a third down, um, every stadium has like something that they do. So for instance, like the Denver Broncos, you hear the third down and it's like. The opposing per- t- team's third down. Yes. Because it's to, to like shake them up and be like, oh, <laughs> guess what? You are on your third down. It's about to be your ball, bitches. So yeah. They um, definitely have something, and it it's it's Would the neigh of the Bronco. Would you say like a siren? Yeah, it's like a siren, the dome siren or whatever, and it's like. Is that what the Chargers do? The Supercharger song? Um, no, I think they do more of like the Thunderbolt or something like that, mm. or something that I kind of forget. But um, yeah, so they have like little noises that they make, but they only do it obviously. I've never when even the, paid attention to that. I know. I bet that's huge for college too. Like now, I'm thinking mm. back to my days at LSU, like where. It would always be like certain, certain. You're always cheering in college. Yeah, yeah, you're constantly yeah. standing up cheering in yeah. college. 
And I feel like there's probably like a pattern to it that I missed. Oh, yeah. So now when you guys hear, you'll get to like um, start to notice on the third down and everything like that. I but, love it. I yeah. love that. That's so funny. I know. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, targets. All right. So I'm going to break this down into two. So you have targets and you have touches. A target refers to a wide receiver and a touch refers to a running back. But they both ultimately mean the same thing. So a target is how many times does is the wide receiver thrown the ball? And from there, it's about receptions and then it's receiving yards. Sure. So like let's put it into like a stat thing. So if a wide receiver is has 30 targets, yeah, but only two receptions, then that fucking wide receiver <laughs> sucks ass. I hope okay. he is ill that day. <laughs> Or the wide receiver has five targets and mm -hmm. uh, two touchdowns, or like then he 120 got yards. Then he got lucky. He like is a yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So you want to look at people that are targeted more, and what they'll usually say is they'll say like, okay, the quarterback had uh, there was like 50 targets or whatever they would refer to, and then they would say um, this or they would say look called 30 targets and they would say this wide receiver had 17 out of 30 targets. Well to me that says that's 17 opportunities that that guy has to score points for you. So you want to pick somebody No, it's a 30 point opportunities to to score points and he only made 17. No, he no, no. He targeted 30 and he had no, 17. They're, what they're saying is the quarterback had a total of 30 targets oh and out of the 30 targets this got guy 17. got 17 there we mm -hmm. go there we go okay yeah yeah so you, that's like a high you know it's a 50 50 percent yeah. yeah a little over 50 percent ratio so you want to look at people that are targeted the most because they have the highest probability of getting you points now if they don't you know convert into the points you know you might want to understand maybe what happened that week sometimes they have an off game or whatever mm -hmm. but usually that's a pretty telling sign so I had one that I was thinking of and it was I saw somebody that had a stat that was like it was a low one like they they were only targeted like two out of 30 or three mm -hmm. out of 30 but they had two touchdowns or a full touchdown mm -hmm. and to me that said that that guy is really fucking fast because he was able to get down there and catch his ball for a touchdown. Yeah so I look at that in two ways so I say yes I also look at that as the defense was focused on the mains, mm -hmm. and then this guy was able to break through and yeah. do what he should be doing. Mm -hmm. So I personally would not use – I personally probably would not pick that person to pick up that person. Unless they're playing Miami. Yeah, well, duh. <laughs> okay. Anybody playing Miami is a good one. And so not to neglect our running backs. Running backs, we love you. I feel like I've neglected you a lot this episode. I've only <laughs> been the wide receiver. Everyone loves the wide receivers because they're the sexiest. But you got your beast mode running backs. And so for you guys, you guys get touches. And that's typically when the ball is handed off to the, um, to the running back. But a running back can also be targeted because – it's not just a handoff. A running back can catch the ball mm -hmm. and be handed off. So, you know, as much as we're focusing on the wide receivers, your running backs a lot of times can be more valuable. Yeah, that's one of the things I look at when I'm starting my draft is I look at running backs and how many receiving yards they have because yeah. they can still get receiving yards. It's PPR, so I want, I want like Kamara, who also has like a high percentage of receiving yards. Exactly, exactly. 
Um, okay, so let's get into quarterback a little bit uh, because QB? <laughs> um, QB is like a really big one where you're like, I have a top there. There's only 32. Well, I mean, there's more than 32, but there's 32 starters. Um, but you're yeah, like, yeah, do yeah. I have like a really good one? And mm-hmm. part of it is like understanding like what the yards are for a good quarterback and like what that high percentage of completion means to your quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a quarterback that has a high percentage with 40 plus yards means that you're going to want to have that wide receiver on your team. Right. They're throwing far. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and of course, Lizzie over here, high end quarterbacks, they have they're having a, a high completion rate in the 60s and 70 percent range. I mean, that's absolutely the quarterback I want. Yeah. So we did a little research when we were building it out, this episode out, and we were like, what, like, what is even, like, a good percentage for, like, a good quarterback? And, like, the past, like, five years ones, the, it's in the 60s to 70%. So when you're looking at what – was that a sneeze? No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, it's just a face. It's a breeze face. They um, – you want to look for, like, a high percentage of completion, high percentage of yardage. Um, yeah. Yeah. So when you're going through and scrolling through the quarterback, just look for high numbers. That's a pretty simple one on that. Yeah. But, oh, kicker, I mean, point blank, don't overthink it. I wouldn't, <laughs> like, the kicker, that's like a give or take. I would pick the kicker that has the green next to it. That would be my best Yeah, because you're advice. playing, are you still doing kicker, kickers on matchups? Um, yes. Yeah, so, like. Yeah, I kind of neglect my kicker a little bit. Yeah, dude, I've heard from two people since we've been out this season that they they got rid of the kicker in their league. One of them was really funny. Apparently, there was a guy who won two seasons, and that his teammates thought that he won because of his kicker, so they took the kicker out of their league. I don't know who the fuck is winning their league from a fucking kicker. Yeah, they need to settle down. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, it's ridiculous. I wouldn't be opposed to getting rid of the kicker. I mean, that's just kind of hit or miss. So maybe the kicker is like the little fluff on, you know, the little icing on the cake. It's just you never know if you get more or less sprinkles. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, I mean, defense with a, you Stop. know, the letter D <laughs> with a fence behind it. Once again, Lizzie loves spelling it D-E-F-E-N-C-E. <laughs> I just Googled it. It is, in fact, not a word spelled that way. No. I try to give her the benefit of the doubt and say maybe it was like a fencing term. Like, you know, you got the It defense. is not. No, it is not. No. I we, Like, in like two sentences, I wrote it four times and I spent it, spelt it wrong once. Yeah. That's a But 25%. it was right next to each other. It was like the first word and the fourth word and I spelt it wrong on the fourth word. This is a true statement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one... Green matchup. Always. All day. One of the first things I do when I look at my lineup before the weekend is I check defense rankings for that week. Totes. That's the Totes. first thing I do. And then I see who's available, how my defense is. And then from there, I start looking at other at my matchups and like against those defenses. Totally. So, you know, defense also too, as you guys have seen, if, if assuming you're, you know, checking your your points throughout like Sundays and stuff like that, you'll see your defense like fluctuate a lot. Well, they start off at 10 points. Yeah. That's a given. I don't know if people knew that, but you automatically are given 10 points when your defense starts. I did not know that. Oh, really? No. Oh, yeah. You're autom- when your defense starts at the beginning of the game, you're automatically given 10 points. And that's when it goes up and down depending on how well they do. 
Um, so like sometimes if you have New England, they'll be like in the 20s and then it goes down to like 16 and I'm like, oh, okay, that team scored, you know, or if you have a defense that's like doing, it has like one or two, it's because the other team is scoring massive points. Yeah. Or the yeah. defense picked, you know, picked, picked off the ball, which is an interception. So you'll hear, and I, I mean, these are as synonymous as they can be picked off or an interception are essentially the same thing. So the quarterback throws the ball poorly, defense uh, recovers the ball or catches the ball, recovers the ball, whatever it might be. All of those words are synonymous. And then whether or not they score a touchdown, they would call if you catch the ball and then run it down the field, that's called a pick six. Um, Otherwise – Do they have to score for it to be pick six? Yeah. Yeah, because then they get six points. Mm. Yeah. And then it would be seven. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep, 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 for the touchdown. Because every touchdown is actually six points. And then it's only seven if they get the extra point. Right. So, yeah. Okay, Britta, tell everybody about your new Thursday night football advice. Yes, thank you. I forget exactly which talk show I listened to, but uh, it's probably Fantasy Alarm because they're my favorite. Um, But, okay, so you guys have your wide receivers, you have your running backs, you have your tight end. And then, as you guys know, you have the flex players. We've been referring to it as the bonus. So... The cool thing about the bonus is that you can pick any player that you want. So the best piece of advice I heard with that is do not put your, make sure that your flex player does not play on Thursday night. So you want to move whoever was going to be your flex player into whatever that spot should be. Into their role spot, yeah. Yeah, so if you're a flex player, you were going to play a wide receiver, just bump them up to the wide receiver. And then that gives you the opportunity to always have that flexibility to say, maybe there's somebody better, or maybe I don't want to play that many wide receivers or, you know, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, like mm, you have really strong wide receivers Mm -hmm. and all your running backs kind of suck or they're on a bye, and then you can put that wide receiver into your third position on Sunday, like depending on how the others do or whatever whatever happens. Yeah. I went on a date recently with this guy who seemed pretty intelligent, um, you know, <laughs> and he, I, I don't know. I thought he was. He was attractive. You know, we're having a great time talking fantasy, all this stuff. And I tried to explain this to him and he was like, I don't get it. And I was like, what's not to get about it? So, you know, I try to explain it in a few different roundabout ways. He was so fucking confused. I'm not going to lie. It was like a little bit of a turnoff. Then I thought, no mm, second date. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, needless to say. Sorry. Yeah. If you can't get that, then come on now. It makes sense. So for a long time, I was like, okay, you're the, I'm on the same path of like the wide receiver one, wide receiver two, you know, Mm -hmm. that whole thing. And you're thinking about it like in a linear sense. Yeah. And then when you told me that, I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. It's almost like, I don't even know how to like put a metaphor around it, but it it would be almost like, to me, it's like a bingo thing, right? Where you're like, Mm -hmm. let me put somebody in that free space. Yeah. Like play around it and put that free space wherever it needs to go. Like a lot happens in a few days. I mean, we saw Antonio Brown go from getting uh, traded to, no, getting dropped from the Raiders to swooped up by the Patriots to now he can't even play because of rape text. All within a week. So like keep that flex spot open. I saw the funniest meme. It was on, I don't know if you follow um, comments by athletes it's there's also a comments by celebrities and it's so funny it's like basically celebrities and athletes that comment on each other's 
post yeah yeah and this girl went as a clown for halloween and she had um antonio brown's pittsburgh jersey on but a clown face and he responded to her picture and was like that's fair no (laughs) fuck yeah she's her comment was like i wanted to go as a clown for halloween clown face antonio jersey and um and he responded with like that's fair that's hysterical You know what? Kudos to you, Antonio. <laughs> Kudos to you. You know what? I will say that you are a very sharp-dressed man. You are very fine. So, yeah. So, I don't know. Well, okay, guys. Um, that was a lot of information to digest. Um, once again, I hope you guys were able to kind of go through it with your phone. And if not, maybe, you know, re-listen to this episode, number one, because it's funny. And number two, because it's actually really, really informative and I would say this is going to be one of the most valuable um, episodes that we have for, you know, where we are in the season. Sure. Yeah. So. Where, where we're getting there more and more and more. Yeah. So we um, love you guys. It feels good to be back. Thank yeah. you. We are on iTunes and yeah. Spotify. Yep. yep. Instagram yep. is the best way to talk to us. Yeah. We're on Facebook too, but to be honest, we don't it's check Facebook. Facebook. Come on. Yeah. We uh, only use it because we have to. We went on it the other day for the yeah. first time in like a month and saw the analytics from like the fa- from like the account and we were like, oh my Ooh. god, look at all these people watching. I know. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. So Thank we, you. we really appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. We really enjoyed. Um, this is the first year of your first fantasy, so just keep listening. It's just getting better and better. Tell your friends, yeah. and if you need validation, tell them that the girls that are putting on the podcast. There's two rookies and three rookies in their season or in this season. Yeah. First, third. And fifth position. And they've just been listening to the podcast. Yeah. Like there is proof of purchase there. Proof yeah. of purchase. Proof, proof of, of listening. concept. Proof of yes. concept. Yes. Believe. Believe <laughs> what we have to say. Just listen. Keep listening. We love you all. So come check us out. We're going to put some Halloween pics up so you can see us wigging out. <laughs> Looking hot as fuck. <laughs> Thank so you so much. We love you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.